Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feigels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. I'm coming at you with a solo episode on this fine Thursday evening. (laughs) I had today off. My days off are always a little odd, being in the restaurant industry. And so I had today off. It was a rough start, not gonna lie, which I'll be talking about in today's solo episode and why. It was a fun night out last night that resulted in today's struggle start, but but I will say I was still feeling it by five o'clock, so I went for a walk, I called my dad and my brother, did some family catch-up time, came back, made myself a nice dinner, watched some HBO Max, I'm currently watching Love Life, and if any of you are watching it, I would love to connect on it. I am weirdly just, I resonate so immensely with the show, and obviously there's the stupid, you know, they're just doing it because it's a TV show, whatever, moments, but the basis of it, of like this anxious girl and her love life and what she goes through and what she puts up with, like, holy hell, I'm just watching it, and I'm like, wow, that be me, that's what I did, and that's what I do. Anyway, was watching that, making dinner, flawless night, put on some Christmas jazz music, turned off the TV, well, my computer, because I don't have a TV, put on the Christmas jazz, because I have Bluetooth speakers in my apartment, bougie, yes, I didn't know I was getting it, though, so I'll take it, put the Christmas jazz on, (laughs) and made peanut butter blossom cookies, and yeah, I didn't really get in the Christmas spirit, but it was relaxing and fun, so and like very delicious. So that's all that matters, you know? And I thought I'd come on the mic, record a little chat here. Obviously it's a bit off to a rambling start, but it is going to be an interesting one. I've just been dabbling lately in what direction to really take this podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen it shift over months, weeks, years, however long you've been following me, I don't know. Uh, And I've really moved into this sort of like lifestyle whatever's happening, sharing modality and method and mindset with it. But when it comes to the podcast, it's always been a bit more planned out and thought out. And in the beginning, it was a lot of structured conversations with professionals and others on very specific topics. And in the past few months, I've been struggling to really make this shift towards what comes next. And I've been feeling the call for a lot more just fun, spur of the moment, real life moment stories and discussions and conversations, because I think that's what resonates most with me right now. And I love just that method of sharing. And so obviously if I can have that type of conversation with someone, great, but I also want to sort of bring that vibe and energy into a solo one and not have it be just kind of have it be whatever it needs to be. And so today is going to be an interesting story. Um, about a night out I had last night and it's just there's a lot of interesting aspects in it that actually had me thinking and pondering on them quite a bit in my drunken state and in today's you know slightly hungover state about I don't know just truly how there are like little moments and little lessons and life realizations and all these little like glimmers every single day happening and Whether we're open to seeing those and exploring them and thinking on them or not is a personal thing and, you know, might vary day to day. But for some reason, some of these moments from last night 
really stuck with me and so I wanted to share it it's just a really fucking funny story so so on that note let's begin Y'all know if you've been following for a bit, um, I obviously struggled with my eating disorder. I'm still in recovery from more of the, you know, baseline disordered eating, orthorexia, diet culture influenced lifestyle aspects of it. And so because of that, I've always had and still sometimes have a hard time with the spontaneous things and with just going out and eating late dinners and drinking and little things that it's taking me a long time to work through, you know? And so... Last night started with a later dinner out with my friend Connor, Good Eats with Con. We love him. He's had his own episode. Go find his Instagram. Anyway, so we go out to eat, and I was feeling really okay and good, but I also had taken that day as a rest day, and so it's still always, I mean, to this day, I've gotten a lot better with intuitive movement, but when I take like a full rest day with no real nothing besides just like my walking the dog and, you know, everyday movements, sometimes it can be really hard for me still to let go of like that, like earn it mentality, you know, like, oh, I worked out today, so I earned X, Y, Z. And I know it's toxic. I know that's not the way to think, but sometimes it still happens, right? I'm just being honest. And so we'll say I was feeling like a little off because I hadn't, you know, worked out as my rest day and I I don't know. I felt like I'd eaten a lot all day, but I was still so hungry, and we had a late dinner, and I went there, and I usually get the gluten-free bread, um, mainly because I just love the texture of it, but also because, I don't know, you know, old habits die hard, and they didn't have it, so I had to get regular sourdough, which was fucking phenomenal, and happy I did, but still, I just, I felt like I was getting, like, tested in little ways, you know? The universe just, like, testing me, like, Emily, choose recovery, choose the recovery mindset. So we were there and I got a drink and then, I don't know, I I was planning to go out with friends afterwards and we were going to go to a few bars and get drinks and I felt really good once again and like my body and myself and my outfit, but I just suddenly got so much fear like midway through the meal about like, oh my god, am I going to be bloated? Am I going to like look XYZ when we go out afterwards? And it sounds so crazy to say, but I just like, when those thoughts pop up, the automatic response is like, I shouldn't have eaten so much or, you know, like, I don't know. It's just that culture of like, don't eat a lot if you know you're going to be drinking and don't eat a lot if you're going out and blah, blah, blah. And I know it's toxic. I know it's not right, but they still come up. And so thankfully, I am in a place in my recovery where I was able to sort of accept and hear those thoughts in my mind, but not really, but not go through with them, you know, and I, I ate all my dinner and more because I was hungry and enjoyed my drink and still felt perfectly fine in my body to go out. So I go on to the next bar, meeting some new friends over on the east side, and we start out at this bar called Whistler's, and my friend Maddie got there first, and she texts me and goes, hey, this guy came up to me at the bar, and he bought me and all my friends, you know, all of us going, um, a round of drinks. So I get there, and it's just her and this guy, and his name is Steve. He's just this like shorter, kind of bigger guy, and from first look, seems completely harmless besides the fact that he's completely wasted, like eyes crossed, practically slurred speech, like all over the place, and we, I go right up to Maddie, and 
this guy Steve's just like ready to hand us all our drinks you know and she'd been right there he hadn't like roofied them or nothing weird they came straight from the bartender to us but still like he was just over the top wasted and so Maddie and I go to sit down and of course he's like tagging along so now I'm thinking like oh great we got free drinks but we're gonna be stuck with this fucker for the night and I was hoping though like by the time our other friends got there you know we'd go to the bathroom whatever it took to like get away from him I knew it'd be fine but anyway, we're sitting at the table with this guy and he's just completely wasted. And he's just going on and on and on about how much money he has and how he just moved here from California and he used to be a lawyer, but now he's not and all these things. And he just kept, then he would like all of a sudden flip and just be like, you guys are so pretty, you know, and he's just drunk and slurring. And it was amusing, but also like my... I don't even know if it'd be my Capricorn side, whatever side of me (laughs) was like, you know what I mean? Like instead of playing along and probably getting us like more free drinks or anything, I was just like getting so like confrontational and almost offensive. And he would like go to say something about my tattoos and I would just be like, I don't know, I just give like a one word response and then turn back to Maddie and start talking. I was just giving like absolute attitude. And of course that just like made him put more attention towards me. But anywho, he at the one point just gets on this conversation about just like saying how pretty we are right and you guys shouldn't have to work you're so pretty somebody should pay you because you're so pretty blah 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 and he just you know drunken and he asked at the one point though like what does it feel like to wake up every day and know you're pretty and the question you know obviously stupid coming from this guy but it really caused me to pause and I obviously was not going to have this conversation with this drunken guy, but I had just this mini quick thought process in my mind about like how fucking wrong that was, you know, about how for myself and I feel like for a lot of us, it's actually the opposite. We wake up every day and we are uncomfortable and unhappy with how we look and we fall towards diet culture or other means of any way to change how we look and how we appear in the world and how we feel about ourselves and right and the guy's just blabbering on and I'm just kind of stuck in this mini thoughts process of like I wonder what that would feel like to wake up every day and just automatically know not you know not just that you're pretty but to automatically wake up every day and to feel confident and assure of yourself, and just like 100% you, ready to go out into the world, and instead I think of like all the mornings I wake up and almost like just find something to dislike about myself, like one day it's my fucking hair, and the next day it's my stomach, and the next day it's my thighs, and the next day it's my face, and the next day it's my hands, like just ridiculousness, and I know that, but it doesn't help, (laughs) I mean I'm sure it helps in some way, because I can kind of like do a little rebuttal with myself about like I know this body dysmorphia, I know like these are just diet culture influenced thoughts, blah blah blah, but like the end of the day like it still fucking sucks, to experience that still as much as I do when I've tried to do so much work towards recovery and like self-acceptance and so right it was like this stupid question asked by a completely wasted guy 
and I was already like two drinks in, so I was already like <laughs> not my most self-aware self. And yet that question really like humbled me for, not humbled me, but really like made me pause for a hot second. And I don't know, it just, it really, yeah, it just like threw me for a loop, I suppose. Because then, like, what was then happening, right, in this conversation is that, obviously, drunk, wasted guy. But nevertheless, when a person is repeatedly calling you pretty and repeatedly saying, you know, how nice of a smile you have, blah, 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 like, all these things, like, even though I know it was from this drunken slur, like, it still is, like, somewhat that, like, external, superficial validation, And it was just such an interesting contrast, right, of the same old, like, somebody says, oh, you're so beautiful, you look so cute, and us, not, I I don't mean to say us, but I know me, and I feel like a lot of others, once again, we fall to that automatically, like, denial, you know, like, somebody's like, oh my god, you look so cute today, your hair is so cute, whatever, it's like we deflect, and we're like, oh my god, no, like, it's horrible and frizzy, you're like, oh my god, no, I feel so bloated. Or no, 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 but you look so cute. And it's just like automatic deflection and not being able to accept and just take in a compliment or just even believe it about ourselves. Believe that somebody could see that about us or think that about us. And so, I don't know, it was just really interesting. And I I was thinking about it a lot today as well because I woke up, you know, last night I felt great all night. I thought I, I looked great. I think I did great in my outfit. And I just felt like, I don't know, I had a good glow to my skin. <laughs> and But I woke up this morning, obviously, you know, a little hungover and um, definitely bloated. No body dysmorphia there, just stomach upset from lots of alcohol. And I was not feeling that great about myself, right? And I was just like right back to that thought of like, I wonder what it would feel like to wake up and just <laughs> just be happy. Just be happy and content and accepting of myself and my body. Um, so that was interesting. And I, I mean, just to finish that story out, we did get away from him. He threw us $200 uh, to go buy shots for the table. And so when we went up to get the shots, he got distracted uh, by another table of women, went over there, and we were able to go off, sit in the back of the bar, and utilize the last of the money he gave us. So... That was nice. Um, definitely resulted in too many drinks for our small group, but it was it was fun. I mean, I had been stressed about going out and money, and then I ended up spending zero dollars <laughs> the entire night besides my original dinner with Connor. Uh, so that was phenomenal. And I don't know, it was just also nice being out with just really great work friends that, I don't know, it's just, there's something about it when you have those, I don't know, you know, like I'm not even, I don't go out that much. I'm not even, you know, I work with these people. I love them. I talk with them all the time at work, but I don't get to hang out with them that much outside of work. And I, I can get so wound up and just stuck in my head and thought process that when I do get to go out and have a few drinks and just sort of let my walls come down, I can just have the most like present and not even that deep. They can just be about stupid, simple things, but just like the most present conversations. And I just felt the entire night how it was a different form of wellness for me, right? Like I think my majority form of wellness is, 
you know, taking care of my body through the foods I eat and movement and proper sleep and hydration, mental health practices, etc. you know? But I, I don't often really account for the parts of wellness such as like extreme fun <laughs> and laughter and connection in that sense. Uh, I tend to kind of do the isolated self ones um, and then get distracted by work. And then like the fun, laughter, connections, going out, like those type of things fall to the wayside and not even going out, you know, just whether it's planning a dinner with friends or planning a fun adventure. Like I just, I don't prioritize that aspect of wellness enough. And so when we were all out sitting and I, you know, I knew I had a bit much to drink for me, but my mind was just so calm. And I'm not saying that like go out and drink, it'll solve your issues. You guys know I'm, I'm, I don't drink that much because the next day it does cause me extreme anxiety um, and sometimes can lead me into a little depressive episode, but I'm working to combat that. But anyway, like that night itself, as I'm out with these people and it's going late into the night, I can feel my body so exhausted. I know I need sleep. I know I need water. I know I probably should get something else to eat and just go home, but my soul was so happy. I was just laughing my ass off and just, I don't know, floating on like another level, right? Like physical form, exhausted and fucking over it. My emotional form, just like riding cloud nine of pure connection and joy and laughter. And I don't know, I just, I think it's something I do want to prioritize more going into 2022. Oh my God. I can't even say that out loud. Scary. But yeah, I do. And and not just going out because alcohol does fuck with me too much mentally. That today was testament to that. But just I don't know, planning another more coffee dates with friends, like finding a fun music night to go to or a cooking class, like whatever the fuck it is, just something to get me out of my routine that I get stuck in, something to like break the the typical and the usual and just get me out of my element get some laughter in there, get some connection, put me out of my comfort zone, whatever it is. I just really want to channel more of that into the new year Um, or even starting now. I mean, this episode will come out in December. It's halfway through December. Like I have two weeks left in this year that I can do that. So uh, I don't know. I really think I want to and it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. But besides that, I just, wanted to touch base I guess on the aftermath of a night like that for me uh, because I do think that is important as well and I know I've discussed this in other episodes but I truly do think it is important to remember that a I'm obviously still in open recovery and every day I still have challenges and I'm still trying to overcome them and work through them and alas today I woke up and I felt very much so like I needed to get a workout in and I needed to eat perfectly and I needed to do XYZ to not make up for last night or like burn off calories per se, but to just like feel better, <laughs> to like detox, just like, you know, the, the alcohol essentially from my body because I know it lingers, my body's slow to metabolize it and it builds my anxiety and can sometimes lead to depressive episodes. So the faster I get all of that cleared out of my system, the better for me. But that can be a very tricky mindset because, you know, if left unchecked, that can quickly spiral back into disordered habits and disordered thinking and diet culture habits. 
of overexercising and not eating enough or you know being over the top and kind of obsessive or orthorexic when it comes to food and what you're consuming and putting in your body and prime example of that I just found myself getting a little bit too in my head about what I should be eating and what I wanted to be eating and I don't know I tried to make myself this like veggie scramble for breakfast with a side of smoothie and I mean yeah it was great and it gave me nutrients but afterwards I was just feeling bleh and I was just so like pissed at myself because I was like I just wanted fucking toast like my stomach is upset now I think I like you know overdid it a little bit I should have just had the toast that I was fucking craving but no I was like oh I shouldn't have bread because that makes absolute zero sense and so yeah prime example right there I I feel like I wasn't listening to myself and I tried to do what I thought I should be eating uh, and it didn't work out for me. <laughs> and so then I later was out and about running some errands and a friend, Chris, whom we love from Instagram, uh, invited me over to Two Hands for lunch. And I was like, I should not do that. You know, I should just stay home and I should make my own food, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, Emily, like, why are you thinking that way? That's a diet culture thought. So I went to lunch and I got the sourdough toast with some avocado and um, my friends there made me some like coffee drink or London Fog and a little like lemon juice drink. And I don't know, it was, I just felt a lot of anxiety because I was like, oh, do I actually want <laughs> more bread, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I was struggling with so many diet culture thoughts today, but I was. And so I just tried my best and I had the meal and it was delicious and I felt satisfied. And then, like I said, came home, was still in a bit of a funk, but that's when I called my dad and brother and talked to them about life, started making dinner and then my night improved and now I'm here. But I just wanted to share all that because A, I think we all need the reminder that recovery or just honestly just living life it can be hard. It can be a roller coaster. You'll have highs and lows and everything in between. And I think it's nice to get that reminder that there are others going through it as well. I know I felt like quite the failure for a while before I started to realize how many of the people I admire or close friends that are in recovery still struggle with similar issues or problems or thoughts here and there. And it just reminded me, you know, I'm not alone others experience this and I can get through it. I can work through it. I can choose the actions and thoughts most aligned with the future and recovery I want. Um, and then B, I just thought it was important to share because I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to share the story and the thoughts it brought me uh, because yeah, it really gave me something to think about. And I just like to follow my gut and imagine and hope that some of you will resonate and some of you will take something away from this conversation. So I'm going to wrap that up because it's getting late. I'm trying to go to sleep early tonight, I'm trying to support myself in that way. Um, but I'm really just hoping that, yeah, this conversation hit home in some way or another. If it did, you can let me know. Let's connect on Instagram. I am on there at Emily Feichels and at Let's Thrive Podcast. Both are tagged below for spelling purposes. 
Uh, and then you can also always leave a rate and review if you're really feeling it. Helps the show so much. Helps me with outreach and just getting the name known. You can share with a friend or an acquaintance or a loved one. Uh, and you can also check out any of the other episodes. There's a hella, hella backdrop, background, backup. Oh my god, what word am I looking for? There are a lot of previous episodes that you can listen through. I think like 170 at this point. Um, so give those a go and let me know if any of those resonate. But with that said, I'm going to sign off and I will talk to you all next time.